You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. We love you, Lord. We lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. For you are great. See his greatness. You do miracles so great There is no one else like you All over the place, Lord There is no one else like you You are great You do miracles so great there is no one else like you. Bada Zedevovahaya. There is no one else. Mahayosha. Lord, you are great. Touch his heart. You do miracles. Thank you for the blood. No one, no one, no one else like you In all of our lives, Lord There is no one else I am Abusa. You are great We stand with the angels and we say You do miracles of grace There is no one else like you Ah there is no one else You deserve the glory And the honor With the 24 elders We lift our hands You deserve the glory. You deserve it all, Lord. And the oh, Sandy Hatta Adaha. Let our hands in worship as we bless you. Are Receive all praise, Lord. And there is no one else like you. Oh, there's no one else. <laughs> you are You do miracles. So thank you for coming so close to us, Lord. No one else like you. There is no one 
There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. There is no people came and they call themselves gods. Yes, we know there is no one else like you. There is no one else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our hearts sing to you, Lord. With endless search, there is no no one else can touch our hearts like you do. No one else like do it, Lord. Oh, I can search for eternity, Lord, and find Leave our hands and worship you. Eternity, Lord, and find I could search it all eternity. Endless search. I can search all eternity, for all eternity, Lord, and we see only you. We see only you. I can search for Because he touched me, he touched me, and oh, what joy that floods my soul—something beautiful happened, and now. 
He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. Oh yes, he touched me. Oh sayada, oh sayada ba. Oh, join the floods, my soul. Oh, Something beautiful happens. Something. Oh, haya na bosa nianta ya na daba. Ano? He touched me. like this Lord. You are 
excellent. You are See his glory all about the Yes, you are. We will tell of the nations of greatness, Father. Yes, yes. You, are. you are Lord. You, you are Lord. <laughs> you are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Our heart sings to you, Lord. You are Lord. Yeah. Yes, Everywhere we go, we hear people say you. Are in all the earth, in all the heavens, you. Are yes, you are. We worship you, our Maker. We give you praise every day. It's a praise day, Lord. Because you are awesome. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. All right, so I want to share with you something that's very sensitive to my heart and also to the heart of the Father. Um, Four ways to know God. Four ways. Four ways to know God. We have people who know about God, but we, as Jesus said, that the time is that the Father is seeking for those who worship Him in spirit and in truth. So you have to know the Father. All right? There may be other many ways, but to me, I have four ways by a revelation given to me and for some time I have had to experience it so I'm sure of it four ways to know God mm. you are God alone from before time began you are on your throne you are God alone and right now in the good times and bad, you are on your throne. You are God alone. All right, the first one is there are a group of people who know God as God. All right, so that's the number one. They know God as God. We have four ways to know God. The first one is to know Him as God. In 1 Kings chapter 13, from verse 1 to verse 30 is quite huge. So I'm going to try to read fast with it. First Kings, the 13th chapter from verse 1 to verse 30. And I'm going to take it from the King James Version. And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born unto the house of David, 
Josiah by name, and upon thee shall he offer the priest of the high places that burnt Jesus upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. Verse 3. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is as the sign which the Lord hath spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. Verse 4. And it came to pass pass when king jeroboam had the saying of the man of god which had cried against the altar in bethel that he put forth his hand from the altar saying lay hold on him and his hand which he put forth against him dried up so that he could not pull it in against him verse 5 the altar also was rent and the ashes poured out from the altars according to the sign which the man of god had given by the word of the lord six and the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored me again. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored him again, and became as it was before. Verse 7. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me, and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half of thine house, I will not go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so was it, was it charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread, nor, nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. Ten. So he went another way and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, the words which he had spoken unto the king. Then they told also their father. 12. And their father said unto them, What way went he? For his sons had seen the way the man of God went which came from Judah, and said unto his sons, verse 13, Saddle me the ass. So they saddled him the ass, and he rode thereon. And went after the, and went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of God that came from Judah? And he said, I am. 15. Then he said unto him, Come home with me, and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with thee neither will i eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place for it was said to me by the word of the lord thou shalt not eat no bread nor drink water hither nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest 18 and he said unto him i am a prophet also as thou art and an angel spoke unto me by the word of the lord saying bring me bring him back thee into thy house that he may eat bread and drink water but he lied unto him so he went back with him, did eat bread in his house, and drank water. 20. And it came to pass, as they sat at the table, that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, That saith the Lord, for as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord, and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, but camest back and hast eaten bread and drank water in the place of which the Lord said, did say to thee, Eat no bread and drink no water, thy carcass shall shall not come unto the shall not come unto the sepulchre of thy fathers, thy father twenty-three. And it came to pass after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk, that he saddled for him the ass to wait for the prophet whom he had brought back. Twenty-four. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way and slew him. 
and his carcass was cast in the way and the ass stood by it and lion also stood by the carcass 25 and behold men passed by and saw that the carcass cast in the way and the lion standing by the carcass and they came and told it to the city where the old prophet dwelt 26 and when the prophet that brought him back from the way had thereof he said it is the man of god who was disobedient unto the word of the lord therefore the lord hath delivered him unto the lion which had torn him and slain him according to the word of the lord which he spoke unto him 27 and he spoke to his son saying saddle me the ass and they saddled him 28 and he went and found the carcass his carcass start cast in the way and the ass and the lion standing by the carcass the lion had not eaten the carcass nor torn the ass 29 and the prophet took up the carcass of the man of God and laid it upon the ass and brought it back. And the old prophet came to the city to mourn and bury him. 30. And he laid his carcass in his own grave and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. God bless his word. Now, this is a very great example of, them, of, of somebody who knows God as God. The, the, the group of people who know God as God are those that they go into the instruction given to them and then they lack spiritual understanding of the ways of God. So there are people, these people who know God as God, they exercise a lot of lack of spiritual understanding of the ways of God. Why? Because they only know God as the almighty God he is God. When he speaks, it's that like that. Nobody knows his ways. You know, for some time, you read the Bible, and the Bible says that as the heavens and the earth are, so are my ways. So, like, it's difficult for you to get my ways. But these, this kind of thing is connected to those who know God as God. Now, it's a blessing. There are blessings in it to know God as God. Why? Because we have ethics, right? They don't believe in the existence of God. So for someone to say that believe there is God is a blessing. And the blessing in this level, you cannot even finish enjoying it just to know God as God. All right. But the truth of the matter is that those who know him as God lack spiritual understanding of his ways. Now, you check the people of Israel in the wilderness is also a great example of those who only knew him as God. They messed up. They, they didn't understand his ways. Why are you keeping us on the wilderness for 40 days? Like they saw, they saw this great miracle, this great sign. When the sea parted into two, the people of Israel walked through it. The Egyptians wanted to attack them, but they were not able to attack them because the, the sea came back together and swallowed them up. They saw the glory of God like that. But what happened? When they were thirsty, they started insulting God insulting the man of God. So did you bring us all this far to kill us by test? We wish we were in Israel, in Egypt. This is an example of people who know God as God. They don't have concrete relationship with him. It's God and creation. It's God and creation. They know him as that. He's God. I am his creation. Whatever he says, I will do. If I can handle it, I can. if I can't handle it, I don't know what to do. Most people that are confused are the people who usually know God as God. Now, you might find every believer borrowing the word like, Oh, I know him is my father. I know him is my this. But when you go into the understanding 
of what they have, you get to know that they know God just as God. Just as they've been told. That's the first level, to know him as God. The blessing is that he can use you. He used this man of God. This man of God we just read about. He used him. So God can use you. Can use you. He can anoint you. He can send you forth. Give you an instruction. He says that guy actually performs signs and wonders. Because the king stretched forth his hand to strike him. Alright? He was like, arrest him. And then his hand got dried. And the man of God was able to pray for his hand to be restored. God was using him. It's a blessing. You see, there's one thing for God to use you and there's another thing for you to understand him. People know him. Christians know him. But a lot of Christians don't understand him. Do you know why? Because he is God and we are tiny. And these are the people who are into religious songs. You, 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 they sing... And the song sounds so nice, but it lacks spiritual maturity. Song like this, fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord, come and quench the thirst in all my heart, blood of what bread, whatever. Yeah. Fill me till I want. Yeah. This is an example of those who know him as God. Bread of heaven, I am the cup. Fill me. You know, you know them by what, what they say. You know? And even this was a man of God. And we have some men of God who know God as God. When they hold the microphone and they, they tell you, our righteousness is like filthy rag before God. Nobody is righteous before God. And they tell me, I'm not righteous, you too are not righteous. Then the church members will be clapping. They tell it's true. We are not righteous. They tell, you are not righteous, oh. Tell, they tell us that we are not righteous, oh. Then the church is like, yeah, it's true. So, no, listen. If you know him, you understand that when Jesus died, we became the righteousness of God. We became. We just don't have the righteousness of God. We are the righteousness of God through Christ. So, spiritual understanding of the ways of God. If you lack it, you're always confused. And this is the level of those who know him as God. Which other song can you even give me? This, there's a song like this. Lord, prepare me. Go on, go on. Pure and holy. You see, he says, Lord, prepare me to be what? A sanctuary. Lord, prepare me. This is when they have become Christians for five years, six years. And they are saying, Lord, prepare me to become a sanctuary. They've gotten married. They have kids. They have grandchildren. They take the microphone. Lord, prepare me to become a sanctuary. Pure and holy. But he doesn't have to prepare you. You understand? He doesn't have to prepare you. The day you accepted Jesus into your life, you were prepared. You were made a sanctuary. Paul told the church that 
you are the temple. You get it? He didn't say you will be the temple. He said you are the temple of Jesus Christ. He says, brethren, I, I beseech you, right, by the mercies of God, present your bodies holy and acceptable. You get it? Present your bodies. Present them because these were people, the Hebrews were people, they should have understanding of the fact that they've been purchased by the blood of Jesus. So they had to present their bodies to the Lord as living sacrifices. But they were not doing it because they were into this pagan stuff going on here and there. But he was that present your bodies as living sacrifices. You understand? But you 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 hear somebody, you know, singing and so much singing and so much singing that every day they sing that I surrender. Oh, that was the last two years, 31st night, they were surrounded. This year they were surrounded. <laughs> It keeps around it. Why? Because there's lack of spiritual maturity, spiritual understanding. You surrounded the day you said, Lord, I receive you into my life. You surrounded. If you've made a mistake somewhere, he says that he is faithful and just to forgive if we confess. The word confess there in the Greek rendering means if we acknowledge that we messed up somewhere. He says you clear it up. So what you say. The things you do, your actions, are able to determine how you know God. Those who know God as God, they have some kind of struggle even with prayer. Some kind of struggle with prayer. Because the understanding of prayer is different. They don't realize that prayer is a ministry. And you don't pray when you feel like you should always pray. Why? Jesus said, pray without ceasing. He says, pray that you may not fall into temptation. You understand? Paul told the church, I pray, I remember you my prayers always. Always. And then he understood the different kinds of prayer and the different levels of prayer because he moved beyond knowing God as God. He just moved beyond that level of knowing God as God. He moved beyond the level of knowing him as the bread of heaven. He moved beyond the level of knowing him as the dove. He is the dove. And then they represent God and the Holy Spirit by the drawing of a dove. He moved beyond the level of knowing him just as water or oil. He moved beyond that level. You understand? Because sometimes you may, you may create deities in your life by the level of just knowing him as God. Because... He being God is like a whole holy, mighty, supreme being, deity before you. But there are other things that will come up in your life and there are little gods in your life. So he was telling the children of Israel, do not make any other gods apart from me. Don't worship any other god because these were the people who only knew him as God and they only received instructions through Moses. So they mess up and then Moses will come and speak and they say, tell God that whatever you have said we will do, we are sorry and God will forgive them. Then they will mess up again. So if you remain in the level of just knowing him as God, you may not discover your destiny. You may not. Because you lack understanding of his ways. Bless God. And these people also lack consistency in the spirit of discernment. 
every child of God, you must almost always walk in discernment. You understand? That's why he says, watch and pray. Because you've got to feel something. You've got to see something. You've got to know something. They like the consistency. It's not consistent. Why? Because when the old prophet went to this man of God who was sitting under the oak tree, he could not determine that the guy, this old man, was lying. Because God told you, don't eat, don't drink, and now return on the same road, the same route you use. And the man of God, this old prophet came to him and said, you know what, an angel of God also came to me and then he told me, I should bring you home, come and eat, come and drink and then return on the same way. Don't worry, God has got everything. He says, come home. And the guy said, okay. He said, the way I'm hungry, man, I will follow you. Followed him and as they were eating, the same old prophet that lied, Bible said the word of God came to him and told the man of God that because you have disobeyed me, the lion would get you. The lion, the lion would slay you. <laughs> he couldn't design to know the guy was lying. Paul said something. He said the gospel will preach to you. Even if an angel comes from heaven and says a different thing, don't believe. Why? Angels cannot preach. You see? So he said the things we are telling you, if you read on the Bible, Bible tells you that even the angels desire to look into the things we preach because they cannot preach and they don't have certain understanding like we do. Why? Because they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. We do have the Holy Spirit in us. And the Holy Spirit brings to us the hearts of the Father. They don't have it in heaven, the angels. So it says, even if an angel from heaven comes to say a different thing to you, do not believe. So, Spiritual discernment is very important. It's very important. So that you will not be deceived. And this times we are. So that you will not be deceived. Sometimes to know what the Father feels, what God feels, you need your discernment to work. So they will tell you, I was going and something told me, don't go. Something too said go. So I was like Paul said, I'm talks between the two. <laughs> so the thing that thing said don't go. The thing the other one too was saying go, go. Look at what has happened. It's discernment to even recognize what is happening. Listen. Everything happening on earth is decided in the realms of the spirit. No two ways about that. Whatever happens on the earth, everything is decided in the realms. If we are not able to descend into the realms, you will miss a lot. You, you can't run from that. If you are not able to descend into the realms, that's why we end up having some men of God marrying snakes. They marry snakes put them before the altar, wedding, heavy, beautiful, high gold, whatever, karat, diamond karat. They didn't know the women they were marrying were, 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 were snakes. They didn't know. Kissing the snakes here and there in their bedroom. They didn't know. They didn't know. They said, ah, the Lord told me to marry you. You see, the devil can also speak to you. 
Bible said that he can come as an angel of light. But it's pure evil. Why? He has been in heaven before. He knows how the light operates. Are you, are you catching the revelation here? I am, I am trying to lose you from the appetite of remaining as knowing God as God. I'm trying to take you from that appetite. It's a blessing to know him like that. But there's another level. There are dimensions which he, he himself has created for us. So we don't remain on the same level. Why? He came, met people, called them disciples, and now they became apostles. He could have left them as disciples. Why did he make them apostles? Because they are levels. He told Peter, I will make you fisher of men. Why didn't he say, oh, Peter, I will make you the best international fisherman. Follow me. But he said, I would rather let you fish out men. Not fish, not fish. Why? High level. Peter never realized it until the day the Holy Ghost came upon them. The Bible said Peter preached, 3,000 men were saved. The next time he preached, 5,000 people. Levels. Because before Jesus came, they knew God as God. They knew him as God. Then Jesus came and presented another level of knowing God. And they saw that the thing was very interesting. And then Jesus opened their eyes to know the next level. Of knowing God. The next level of knowing God. So wow. You see, when 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 John the Baptist had his disciples, they had a different understanding of God. When the disciples of John the Baptist were with him. So Andrew and John were part of the disciples of John the, John the Baptist. And then they came out to be with Jesus, and then they saw the difference. This guy was baptizing, right? He's a voice in the wilderness, crying out, make a way for the lamp of God. And then the way he talked, and the way he preached, hey, you are an evangelist. People are coming to baptize. He looks at them and says, you brood of, brood of vipers. Who asked you to escape the wrath of God? Because you thought you were children of Abraham, so you were okay. He insulted them before baptizing them. <laughs> so, People began to realize that God is God of aggressive. He's that's aggressive. Because he's using this guy. This guy is very aggressive. He insults you, he doesn't respect you. A soldier coming to arrest him, he will give it to you. Herod arrested him. He stood before Herod and told him, You married, you married your brother's wife. You have very stupid man. And Herod, in a way, because the guy was bringing out serious things, he liked to listen to John the Baptist. But his wife was not happy. He said, tell the daughter, tell your father, you want the head of John the Baptist on the plate. John the Baptist was in prison. He sent his disciples. He says, go and ask Jesus if he is the Messiah. Or we should look for another person. You see, this is how people who know God as God is, how they relate. They lack the spiritual ways of God. Go and ask him. He is he the Messiah. But you were the one who you saw him when you were going to baptize him. You saw the Holy Ghost come upon him like a dove. And then you spoke and said, Ah, this is the love of God who takes away the sins of the world. You said it. When you saw Jesus, you said, Ah, I am not worthy to even touch the legs of his shoes. You saw it.
So why are you asking the people to go and ask him if he is a Messiah? Why? He got offended. So those who relate to God as God, because they lack his ways and they lack spiritual discernment, the consistency of spiritual discernment, they end up in a certain way with God. When they asked Jesus about John the Baptist, he said, of all the prophets born of women, he is the greatest. But in heaven, he is the least. And Jesus said, blessed is he who does not doubt, who is not offended for my sake. That's what he said about John the Baptist. That's the guy, he says, he's the greatest prophet. As at his time. But he is very least. Why? Offended. His consistency in discernment dropped by offense. Dropped by offense. And his death was allowed in heaven. Because he questioned the Son of God. Yeah. Praise God. So it's a blessing, though, because at least you are, you, know, you are not walking like those who are walking and they are thinking there is no God and they think we are just signs, we happen by signs, you know, signs by signs, signs, signs made us happen. When you die, you go like an animal. They don't care whether there's God or not, but there's a level. The next thing is that the people who just know God as God, they lack the spiritual language. They lack the language of the Spirit. And I'll talk to you about that. There was a language of the Spirit. There was a language of the Spirit. And you can have it just by knowing God as God. Hey, He is God. He is God. He is God. So, you ask somebody, who is it to you? Who is, who is God? Who is God? Uh, he's God though, he's powerful. He made the heavens, he made the uh, he's God though. You see, the answer you are looking for is not there because they don't really know him. It's a blessing, though, but you can move forward. Judges chapter 4. Judges chapter 4. From verse 1 to verse 5 of Judges chapter 4. Hmm. Who is wonderful is Jesus. Who is wonderful is Jesus. Judges 4, 1 to 5. Let me take it from the King James. All right. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. And the Lord sold them into their hand of Jabin king of Canaan that reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera, which dwelt in Harusheth of the Gentiles. Verse 3, And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron, and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. Verse 5, And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, judged Israel at the time. Verse 5. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between 
Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Did you see that? Did you understand it? They had a prophetess, all right, called Deborah. And Deborah, Bible says, he judged the children of Israel. See, I'm trying to make it simple. She was not just a prophetess. She was the one judging Israel. They were sold into slavery, whatever, but she was the one judging them. All right. The spiritual language I'm talking about is not just about your calling. You understand? The spiritual language I'm talking about is a spiritual office given you by God. And then he speaks to you through that office. So that office becomes your language. It's like he has given you a sound code to connect to him. Are you catching it? I might be a prophet. All right? But the prophet I am, like we have, we hear people say we have offices, the fivefold ministry offers, the, pro, the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist, the pastor. These are offices. All right? We have, like Paul said, those who sing, let them sing from there. Those who give, let them. So they are gifts. They are callings. These are gifts given to you. And the apostles and the teacher and the pastor, these are ministerial offices given to you. But the, the spiritual language I'm talking about, the spiritual office I'm talking about, is not just a ministerial office given to you. I'm talking about the perfect will of God for your life. That is your spiritual office. Because people and the pastors serve them and then the oil fall on them and then they become pastors so if he's a prophet he trains prophets so they are trained prophets and they start working in the office of the prophet by training and by association and by serving you understand these things are there people were serving sweeping the house of god and then anointing to sing the anointing to heal came upon them all right but what you do with their prophetic is the will of God. For example, we have the apostles, all right, in the book of Acts, the 12 apostles. If you will watch, their apostolic ministrations were different. They were apostles preaching the gospel, but from different levels. Saul, who became Paul, became an apostle. And we saw that his apostolic ministry was also of a different level. Peter said something. He said, Paul writes things that we cannot even understand. Yet, Peter was the head of the apostles. You understand? So, I may be called, I may be a medical doctor. You are a medical doctor. We may have six medical doctors. But do they all do the same thing? Uh-huh. So you may hear, oh, medical doctor, but she's a dentist. Medical doctor, but she's a surgeon of the heart. This person, medical doctor, but takes care of the right eye. (laughs) 
right eye only. If you give him the left, somebody is dead and blind. <laughs> Are you catching it? So, the spiritual language I'm talking about is the perfect will of God for your life. He communicates with you on that office. Are you hearing me? He communicates with you on that office. You catch it? There was a Benihin program. He was there. And this guy, preacher, came to preach. And then he preached on Psalm 23. After preaching, he had a standing ovation. People were clapping. Woo! Powerful. Mm. Then the host called an old man of God. Kind of a retired man of God. He says, oh, come and pray. The man of God to the microphone and started reciting Psalm 23. Everybody started crying. Somebody just finished preaching it. You just came to recite it and people are crying. So when he was done, the host asked him, this man of God came to preach powerfully on Psalm 23. You came to recite it. He had a standing ovation. You made the people cry. Why? He said, he knows the psalm. I know the shepherd. See the difference? He knows the psalm. I know the shepherd. So from this, you know there are levels of relationship with God. Desire earnestly to move in levels. If you want to be that person who says, I am a man or a woman of the spirit, then move up to the next level. That's why people remain. Oh, for me, I am, I am, I am in this ministry. I'm in this gift, this. So I operate like this. No, 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 no. There is, there is an office. And that's a spiritual language. You see, God will visit you in your office. Do you know what I'm saying? Businessmen, when they meet, they say, oh, come to my office. Right? So, are you in the office? I need to come. When God wants to visit you, he comes to your office. Sometimes people don't know they have it until they have this supernatural encounter and then he brings them to that office. We have had men of God who started knowing the will of God for their lives. Somewhere in the ministry, they branched. So they were ministering in the office of a pastor, a preacher, or a teacher, whatever it was. But they missed the perfect will of God. They missed the perfect will of God. You have powerful musicians that when they, they used to sing, and then you feel heaven bringing you up. Alright? And then you encounter another set of ministers who sing also. And all you feel is beautiful blending of voices and keys and pitches. But there's no spirit. Why? The no is a gift. But they lack the language. They lack it. They lack it. So, you hear pastors say, I'm in the ministry of deliverance. For me, I do deliverance. I'm in the ministry of deliverance. There's, oh boy. If you are in the spirit, 
you will know there was nothing like ministry of deliverance. You understand? Because how do I how do I make you understand it? Look at the life of Jesus. What was his ministry? Trying to bring you up. Did he say, For I am sent to only do deliverance? He said, The Spirit of God is upon me because he has anointed me to, number one, preach the gospel, set the captives free, heal the brokenhearted. He kept on saying things. He didn't mention one. And then at the end, he also said, and to announce or preach the day of the Lord. This was his ministerial office. He didn't have to do one thing. Bible says, everywhere he went, he was doing good. Different types of good. But his spiritual language was to die. You see the difference? So, he was healing. He was blessing. He was raising the dead. He was doing signs and wonders. John says that the things he did, they couldn't record for no book in this world could contain his works. No book. So what we read are just limited editions. He did greatly. Some, a lot. Look, you are in the room and then he just appears. How can you describe it in any book? They were meeting in a room and Jesus entered. When he was resurrected from the dead, how he was wrapped up in the, in, in, in the cloth, whatever they, they wrapped him up with. Bible said they met it exactly how it was, but the body was not inside. This is Jesus. Which book can, can describe it? When he was teaching, when he was blessing, when he was healing, that was his ministerial office. His death on the cross was his language. Remember, anytime he prayed concerning the will of the Father, he got visitations. The first time when John the Baptist saw the Spirit come and announced him, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He was with the Disciples, think Peter and John, and then on this mountain he was praying. Then they saw his garment change, the clouds come upon him, and they saw Elijah and Moses. And Peter was like, Let us build three altars here. One for you, one for Elijah, one for Moses. This is beautiful. And Jesus was telling them, don't tell anybody. And as they were talking to Jesus, Bible said the clouds came upon them and the voice spoke and said, this is my son, hear him. Anytime he connected his life to his spiritual language, the will of the Father, something changed. He was praying he says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup run over me. Then he went back and said to the Father, Not my will, but your will. Then an angel came to strengthen him. The language of the Spirit 
is the perfect will of the Father for your life. It's an office. And that is what blesses your ministerial office. It blesses your ministerial office. So when it comes to healing, you don't struggle to heal because it's, it's a plus of what you do in the realms. So when Jesus told the sick guy that your sins are forgiven you, the people started murmuring. He said, ha, who is this guy that forgives sins? Because they know it is only God that forgives sin. You see, those who know God as God, they lack spiritual understanding. They lack the maturity to understand his ways. How can you say you are forgiven? Then Jesus, knowing their thoughts, Bible says he asked them, which one is difficult? To say you are forgiven or to say rise up and walk? It's a question they couldn't answer because they didn't understand it. Which one is difficult? Then you told the guy, go, you are free. He was not dead, yet he was forgiven sins. Spiritual office. The healing. That people heal people, we bring on TV and we think we are everywhere. If you understand your spiritual office, you will not boast in these things. Because you know that healings, preaching, ministry, every gift is the love of the Father shown to man. It's the love of the Father that is showing to the world. Do you understand it? Are you trying to understand it? Or you do understand it? Don't remain there. It's good. But he has made other levels. Don't remain there. Because imagine people have been Christians and they only knew God as God for 20 years, for 30 years and they died. Just knowing him as God. Some of them were used, actually. Some of them were used. God bless his word.